Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, first of all, I just want to thank everybody for your incredible uh, contributions and pictures and all kinds of stuff you've been sharing with us lately. It's been really neat. And I know with everybody locked down around the world, trying to take care of each other with the uh, coronavirus, it's more important than ever that we as a community, you know, reach out to each other, support each other, communicate, and um, we'll keep doing our part to uh, to provide a little bit of entertainment, hopefully, and, and uh, during this difficult time. And I know we have a lot of more difficult and, and scary things to worry about than our aquariums, but it's nice to have a little distraction and happy to provide that for you. I've been a little bit uh, less proactive on the, um, the podcast lately, simply because I've been focusing on uh, the writing and on the, uh, uh, just the operation of Tannin. It's, uh, it's been remarkable how many of you have been ordering things. We're really trying to get things out as quickly as possible so that you can enjoy them during the time that you're temporarily locked down and sheltering in place and uh, want to make your time uh, as enjoyable as one can can have during a, a difficult time like this. So thank you again for your support. Um, we really appreciate it. We'll keep doing our best to get everything to you as quickly as we can and um, we'll all get through this together and stronger. Today I want to talk about something that's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm utterly fascinated by the idea of an aquarium as a habitat. We've talked about this many times. In a habitat which contains a wide variety of plants and animals and not only do these life forms constitute a source of ecological balance and environmental stability, they're a source of supplemental food for the resident fishes. Now, we again, this is not an idea that we've never talked about. We've talked about allothonious input, uh, food which comes from outside the aquatic environment, such as insects, fruits, seeds, etc. You know, stuff that literally falls from the trees. However, there's also a significant amount of food which our fishes can obtain, which occurs within the aquatic habitat itself. This is something that we as lovers of botanical style aquariums are well suited to embrace. And of course, I'm utterly fascinated by the concept of food production within our botanical style aquariums. Yeah, food production. If you observe your tank closely, and I'm sure that you do, you'll see your fishes foraging on the botanicals, picking off of something. I've noticed during times when I've traveled extensively and haven't been around to feed my fishes that they are not even slightly slimmer when I get back, despite not being fed for days sometimes, sometimes even longer. What are they eating when I'm not around? Well, there's a number of interesting possibilities. Now, perhaps the most interesting to us, the botanical style aquarium people, are what are called epiphytes. These are organisms which grow on the surface of wood, botanicals, plants, and other substrates and derive their nutrients from the surrounding environment. They're really important in the nutrient cycling and the uptake in both nature and the aquarium. And of course, they add to the biodiversity and serve as an important food source for many species of fishes. In the case of our favorite aquatic habitats, like streams, ponds, and inundated forests, epiphytes are abundant, and many fishes will spend large amounts of time foraging the biocover on tree trunks, branches, leaves, and other botanical materials that get submerged. The biocover consists of stuff like algae, biofilms, and fungi. Although most animals use leaves and tree branches for shelter and not directly as a food item, grazing on this epiphytic growth uh, 
is, you know, that occurs on them is really important. I'm of the opinion that a botanical style aquarium complete with its decomposing leaves and seed pods can serve as a sort of a buffet for many fishes. Even those whose primary food sources are known to be things like insects and worms and such. Detritus and the organisms within it can provide an excellent supplemental food source for our fishes. It's well known that in many habitats, like the inundated forests, fishes will adjust their feeding strategies to utilize the available food sources at different times of the year, such as the dry season. And it's also known that many fish fry actively feed on bacteria and fungi in these habitats. So I suggest once again that a blackwater botanical style aquarium could be an excellent sort of nursery for many you know, species of fish and shrimp. Now you'll often hear the term paraphyton mentioned in a similar context. And I think that for our purposes, we can essentially consider it in the same manner as we do epiphytic material. Paraphyton is essentially a catch-all term for a mixture of cyanobacteria, algae, various microbes, and of course, detritus, which is found attached or in extremely close proximity to submerged surfaces. Again, fishes will graze on this stuff constantly. In the wild habitats, some organisms like nematodes and chironomids, which are bloodworms to us, will dig in the leaf structures and feed on the tissues themselves, as well as the fungi and bacteria found in and among them. These organisms, of course, in turn, become part of the diet for many fishes. This little food web is fascinating to me, and the resulting detritus produced by the processed and decomposing plant matter is considered by many aquatic ecologists to be an extremely significant source of food for many fishes, especially in areas such as Amazonia and Southeast Asia, where the detritus is considered an essential factor in the food webs of these habitats. And of course, if you've observed the behavior of many of your fishes in the aquarium, like kerosene, cyprinids, loricarids, and others, you'll see that in between feedings, they'll spend an awful lot of time picking at the aforementioned stuff on the leaves and stems and pods within the tank. In a botanical-style aquarium, this is a pretty common occurrence. We've all probably seen it, and I believe it's an extremely important side benefit of this type of system. I believe that a botanical-style aquarium, complete with its decomposing leaves and seed pods, can serve as a sort of buffet for many fishes even those whose primary food sources are known to be things like insects and worms and such. In fact, the gut content analysis of many fishes in the wild confirms this. Detritus and the organisms within the aquarium can provide an excellent supplemental food source for our fishes. As I've discussed ad nauseum here, I've maintained several botanical-based aquariums for extended periods of time without any supplementary feeding. The fishes were as fat and happy as their brethren in well-fed aquariums. In the wild habitats of the world, it's interesting to note that where materials fall from the leaves and trees and surrounding areas, the greater the abundance of fishes and other aquatic animals which utilize them is found. Makes sense, right? And the materials will continue to fall into the water and accumulate throughout the year, maintaining that sort of richness of the aquatic habitat as others decompose on or acted, you know, are enacted by the organisms that reside in the water, like fungi and, of course, even fishes. Not unlike the environment of an aquarium where we're replacing botanicals as they break down, right? Yeah. Again, it's the idea about the functional aesthetics of the botanical style aquarium. The idea which acknowledges that the botanicals we use not only look cool, but they provide an important function, in this case, supplemental food production as well. It's a profoundly important idea, perhaps arcane to some, but certainly not insignificant. And of course, we've talked about the idea of a botanical style nursery, creating an aquarium for fish fry that has a large quantity of decomposing botanicals and leaves to sort of foster the production of these materials, which serve as supplemental food for your fish fry. I've done this before myself, and I can attest to its viability. I encourage you to experiment with that. You, your fishes will have a constant supply of natural foods to supplement what you're feeding them in the early phases of their life. Learn to make peace with your detritus. 
As always, look to the wild aquatic habitats of the world for an example of how this food source functions within the greater biome. Understand that when we create a botanical-style aquarium, not only do we have the opportunity to you know, create aquariums which differ significantly from those in years past, we have a unique window into the natural world and the role that these materials actually play in the wild. We're not as freaked out by this stuff like detritus and biofilms as we used to be. We're letting go of some of our preconceived notions of what a healthy aquarium looks and functions like, and I think that's a huge evolution in the hobby. Consider that the next time you toss some more botanicals into your aquarium. You're not just adding to the look, you're contributing to the abundance within the system. Stay diligent, stay observant, stay thoughtful, stay patient, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.